Hi everyone and welcome to our service of morning worship for this, the first Sunday in Lent. It's great to have your company as you're joining us to worship from our villages or indeed further afield. It's great that you're with us today. Now please do feel free to follow along. To do that you'll need to download a copy of our service liturgy for Lent and that's changed everyone so we have new service liturgy. Please do go and get that from our church website. It's all free, free to download and our church website is of course www.winsandchurches.org.uk. So let's gather ourselves for a moment of quiet and then begin with a greeting on page one. Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can gather once again. And Lord, at the season of Lent, we recognise in stillness and in silence, you are there. So speak with your still and small voice into our hearts as we worship you. Amen. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. We join together in our prayer of preparation. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now, during our season of Lent, we're looking to God the Father to lead us forward. And that is exactly what our first hymn talks about in its words. It's a beautiful hymn performed for us by the choir and organist of St. Martin's in the field. Lead us, Heavenly Father, lead us.
we return to our service liturgy following that hymn. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, the first commandment is this, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Amen. Lord, have mercy. We come now to a time of confession. And God shows his love for each of us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Let us then show our love for him by confessing our sins in penitence and in faith. We join in the prayer in our service booklets. Lord God, we have sinned against you. We have done evil in your sight. We are sorry and repent. Have mercy on us according to your love. Wash away our wrongdoing and cleanse us from our sin. Renew a right spirit within us and restore to us the joy of your salvation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And the collect, the special prayer set for today. Almighty God, whose Son, Jesus Christ, fasted 40 days in the wilderness and was tempted as we are, yet without sin. Give us grace to discipline ourselves in obedience with your Spirit. And, for you know our weakness, so may we also know your power to save. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We turn once again to our service liturgy and we arrive at the reading. Our Gospel reading today is from the Gospel of St Mark. So. Let's hear, Chris is going to do our reading for us. Thank you very much. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descended like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for forty days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent, and believe in the good news. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I love the line in St Mark's Gospel where it says the wild beasts and the angels accompanied him. And that theme of the wild beasts, the creatures of the world worshipping the Lord, is captured and drawn up in our second hymn, which is all creatures of our God and King.
Well, as we've seen, our Bible reading today begins our first Sunday in Lent, and it sets the tone for the season. Now, you'll remember from when we've looked at St. Mark's Gospel before, many scholars believe this is actually St. Peter's recollections captured by a scholarly Mark. It certainly has the ring of an eyewitness about it because it proceeds at great pace. There's no nativity story in St. Mark's Gospel. And just nine verses in, we see Jesus being baptised and being sent out to the desert and then beginning his ministry. Both this and next Sunday's readings are from Mark. And there's a reason why they're in the lectionary. They set the tone for our penitential season of Lent. It's a time for reflection. It's a time for peering back the excess. And it's a time to make time to listen to that still small, fo- small voice and focus on God. So perhaps unsurprisingly, the very vivid images we find in this passage are one of wilderness and desert places. The heavens are torn apart in verse 10. The Spirit immediately drives Jesus out into the wilderness in verse 13. As we've heard, he's alone with the wild beasts and the angels only to accompany him. And when he returns from his wilderness experience, Jesus proclaims, the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is near, repent and believe in the good news. That's verse 15. So what has this passage from St. Mark's Gospel got to say to us today as 21st century Christians living out in lockdown Lent? One evening last week, I took our own wild beast, Diggory the little dog and uh, sometime terrorizer of post people, I took him out for his evening walk. Uh, Where else should we go? But of course, along the lovely Strawberry Line. And for those of you who aren't familiar with uh, the parishes here, that's a disused Victorian railway line. As we walked along together at dusk, the light and the darkness were mingling together. And the last shafts of sunlight were filtering through the trees, punctuated only by the song of birds. It was a liminal time, a time moving from one place to the other, in the sense that I'd left one place, but not yet reached where I needed to be. And I want to suggest to you that as a church community, we are in a liminal season, a time betwixt and between, where we've left what was very familiar to us and still yearn to return to. But we've not yet reached this new normal that everybody talks about, but no one's quite worked out what it is yet. And you know what? It was perhaps not much different for Jesus. He'd gone from the highs of baptism and heaven being torn apart and the mighty voice of affirmation from his Father in heaven. This is my son with whom I am well pleased. From that great joy and jubilation, into a desert place, into a very solitary place where there are few creature comforts, little consolation in terms of human companionship, 
this sounding familiar to us at all? And his only company are the beasts that lived there. I think there's three points in Jesus' experience that we can perhaps draw on as we reflect on this gospel at the beginning of Lent. Firstly, we know that this time was uncomfortable and testing, but Jesus employed himself to good purpose. He turns to prayer, he fasts, he reflects. He made it a time to listen and to hear what God was saying directly to him and how the Spirit might lead me, be leading him forward. You have almost certainly taken stock of the past and the places and the people that he'd known and he'd come from. But he also thought about where he was headed. So we might be housebound, perhaps feeling our patience somewhat tested and our knowledge tested if you're homeschooling too and if you're anything like me. But Lent is a season where we can follow Jesus' example, perhaps put the relentless pace of life on pause for a minute, or use the additional time that we're finding if life is going at a slower pace for us. Let me encourage you to do just that. How could you do it? Well, one example is to join in with our Lent studies on the Lord's Prayer. We've got lots of reflections in the pipeline, each from different churches. And it's a wonderful, wonderful celebration, I think, of our Christian unity when we join together as one in this, in this course. Please also continue, as you are so well doing, to encourage each other. Could be that that telephone call that you make or that letter you send or that card you post is the one thing that someone else needs to hear that cheers them up and just encourages them along in that wilderness place where they are too. Secondly, the angels who appear to Jesus are reminders that even though physical company can sometimes be in pretty short supply, God of heaven himself is with us. He is with us to comfort, to offer peace and to lead us forward. Like Jesus, we can be confident that the Holy Spirit will lead us and is sent to comfort us and direct, direct us. And the thing is, after all, with a liminal season, that it is temporary. Our future remains safe and certain in our Lord God's hand. Thirdly, and finally, we see Jesus emerge from a desert place. I told you this, uh, this, this gospel proceeds at pace. He's had his baptism, he's gone out, he's prayed, he's reflected, and straight away, even in the same verses, he's come out of that. And what does he do? Well, he, he attains new focus, renewed focus, on the vision and mission that the Lord had revealed to him. The lockdowns and COVID have caused a lot of people, including ourselves, to reflect on their own humanity and indeed their mortality, and perhaps also the direction that their lives are headed. And this will have been a period of secular reflection as well as those of people of faith. 
albeit somewhat forced, perhaps, for those in a secular reflection. People will come out into a new normal, still with questions unanswered, wondering why. Why did this happen to them? Why did this happen to their loved ones? Wondering if there's more in the world. And Jesus remains, doesn't he? The only saviour of the world. Whatever's gone on, he is the hope. He is our joy. He is our peace. He is the song we sing in the desert places. Who will help them hear the good news of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, if not us? You know, in the uh, Old Testament, uh, when King David found himself in the desert, sometimes under mortal, th under mortal threat, he was also in that liminal season, I guess, having left where he came from very uncertain about where he was going and whether he'd be safe there, holding great anxiety, I think, about the future. But he wrote some wonderful songs. We don't have the music, but we do have the lyrics in the Psalms. And his words echo and accord our experience. And I think they encourage us today. Let me just read you a little bit of Psalm 27, because this, these words, when I read them last week, encouraged me too. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling place. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set my feet firmly upon solid rock. Hear my voice when I call, O Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, O Lord, will I seek. Do not reject me or forsake me, O God, my Saviour. For I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart, wait for the Lord and be of good courage. At the end of uh, our walk along the strawberry line, it seemed quite fitting that as we returned from our journey, we noticed the first daffodil shoot, daffodil and narcissi shoots starting to bud pushing themselves up through the dirt and the mess. A promise, perhaps, that in Lent, Easter will always follow. Amen. And now we return to our service liturgy to declare our faith in our loving and gracious and forgiving Heavenly Father. Let's say these words of faith together. Though he was divine, he did not cling to equality with God, but made himself nothing. Taking the form of a slave, he was born in human likeness. He humbled himself and was obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore, God has raised him on high and given him the name that is above every name 
that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every voice proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. What wonderful words to say during our lockdown Lent. Come now to a time of prayer and William is going to lead us. Thank you, William. As we go through these prayers, there will be the familiar response of hear our prayer after the words, Lord, in your mercy. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. As we start the season of Lent, we remember the journey that Christ made into the desert following the joy of his baptism. And let us think how that compares with our own Christian walk and the current pandemic. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Strengthen and guide Ruth, our bishop, and special prayers for Bishop Peter as he copes with his serious illness. And Andrew and his family, especially at this sad time following the death of his uncle and all those who support him in the ministry in the parish. We pray especially today for the work of the PCC, which meets on Monday. Grant that we, and all who confess thy name, may be united in truth, live together in thy love, and show forth thy glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our own local community, and we especially ask you to look after the children and teachers at our local schools who have risen to the challenges of homeschooling. When a return to school happens, may you watch over them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In these difficult times, may we also rejoice with those who rejoice as birthdays, wedding anniversaries, birth of a new baby, new job, new home, and all the other good things in life are celebrated. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. But let us also weep with those who weep, as we remember those who are in physical, mental or spiritual need. And let our prayers extend to those who faithfully and lovingly care for them in whatever location or capacity. We pray for those who reach out to those in need to help them to know that they are not forgotten. We bring before you now those known to us, especially Liz Elvins, Tim Walton, Jeff Norton, Sarah B, James, Celia Hine, Pauline Kay, Reverend Tim Jessamine and his wife Elaine, David, Jackie Bravery, Jim McGough, Mara Burrows, Pat Gray, Pippa Cobden Ramsey, Katie Brookman, Ross A, Rachel, and Peter Stocks. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. And in a moment of silence, we name those known only to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
Hear us as we remember those who have died in the faith of Christ, remembering especially Phyllis Hill, whose funeral will be on the 3rd of March. And in a moment of silence, we name those known only to us who have departed this life. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of thy Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. We join together in the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Now, whether we're finding life a good deal of a tough season, a bit like that wilderness that we've been reflecting on today, or whether there's a bit more of a spring in our step, the words of our final song really reflect and gather up wherever we might be, we can give that all to the Lord Jesus and proclaim confidently that the Lord will bless our souls. Bless the Lord, O my soul. i 
Thank you once again for joining us for this service of worship. It's been great to have your company. Please do look out for those Lent studies from different churches, different faith denominations, different faith communities in our surrounding areas. I think you're in for a treat with some of the ones we have lined up. We conclude now with the blessing. And now may the peace and the grace of God which passes all understanding and sustain Jesus Christ in the wilderness, be on your hearts and in your minds and keep you in the knowledge and love of God and of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you this day and always. Amen.